Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 108 Edmonton, second hour of Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich and uh, Brendan Escott with you today. Bob Stoffer on route to Detroit. The Oilers taking on the Red Wings tomorrow. It's a 5 o'clock puck drop Edmonton time. A 3.30 face-off show here on 6.30. Ched, you can call us on our Oilers Now hotline. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. You can text us 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Brought to you by Heartland Ford. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford just 20 minutes from downtown Edmonton in Fort Saskatchewan. And as always, Oilers now, of course, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca. We head out to Detroit right now and... We bring aboard the play-by-play voice of the Detroit Red Wings, friend of the show. It's Ken Daniels. Ken, welcome back to Oilers Now. How are you doing? Good, Brennan. How are you? Not bad at all. Thanks for taking some time today. Uh, I know you guys had a game last night, and uh, the Red Wings are starting to roll a little bit here. Winners of three straight. Two shorthanded goals last night as well, Ken. That must have been a thriller. Yeah, well, one was an empty netter, but but games uh, in a row with shorthanded goals too, because Dylan Larkin in the second of three straight wins had a shorty in Columbus, and then Justin Abdicator got one last night, and uh, you know it looked like the winner, although Daly scored late and then four seconds left, uh, Marcus Johansson scored from New Jersey to make it closer, I guess, than it was. But uh, yeah, to get three straight wins, and you know we always talk about November first, right? If you're within four points, if you're not within four points, your chances of getting in are like 10 or 15%. 85% of the time, you you got an opportunity. So when I look at it today and I say, how about that? The Red Wings are within four points of a playoff spot. So, you know, it's weird to think about that and not that playoffs were really, you know, it's obviously a goal for the players, but realistically it's a rebuild. And it took the Red Wings eight games to get their first win and 11 games to get the first regulation win. And now they rattle off three in a row 
they're going to they're going to kill this whole lottery thing. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you bring up that uh, November 1st thing. Elliot Friedman was just talking about that. We were looking at some of the teams that uh, may be on the outside looking in. One of them is the LA Kings, Florida Panthers, who are playing right now. But Detroit has uh, climbed into the mix here for the playoffs. Uh, I want to ask you about Dylan Larkin. We know how fast he is. We know how skilled he is. But how complete of a player is he becoming for Detroit? He really is the go-to guy, the go-to guy now for the Red Wings. Yeah, and he has to be. Uh, he has to be the top-line center, uh, especially while Franz Nielsen wasn't anyway. It was going to be Dylan Larkin. But with Henrik Zetterberg gone, it had to be Dylan to carry the, carry the load. And really, that's one of the reasons he's still in the learning stages, why they didn't name a captain this year, and, and nor do I think, from my opinion, that they should have. So Dylan's wearing one of the A's, and that's okay. You don't need the extra burden right now. But he wants to be that guy who drives the bus. And I think when he's gone up against guys, whether it be, you know, Bergeron or whether he's going up uh, against the, the, the Taylor Hall line or he goes up against Dubois, Panarin, whatever it is, you know, him against Heischer last night, he seems to be even more driven when he's up against great players. The Columbus game, good buddies with Zach Wierenski. They were on the ice together lots, and it just drives them. So I'm sure he'll see lots of Connor McDavid, you know, um, even though he had a a skating start a few years back, fastest player in the league. Well, there is no doubt who's the fastest maybe ever in the league is Connor McDavid. But I think Dylan Larkin will rise to another challenge tomorrow night going up against the likes of Connor McDavid. So it's cool to see him play that way and be as driven as he is for a young kid. He's taking another step. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch when uh, those lines go toe-to-toe. His running mate, Anthony Mantha, um, starting to heat up a bit, uh, Ken, would you say? uh, What was uh, his issue earlier in the season? Just not skating, just too much as uh, we refer to it as poke and hope. The puck's there, take a stab at it, miss it, don't take the guy, and they're gone the other way. So I know that the, the coaching staff has spoke to him lots about that. Don't do the poke and hope, finish your checks and skate. Anthony Mantha, when he drives the net at that six foot five, he can be a tough guy to handle. And, you know, it's just the inconsistency uh, in his game. And he's only 24 years old, and sooner or later it just clicks in, and you hope it will. He had 24 goals to lead the team last year. He should be scoring more than he has this year with just three, but. He had a two-game goal streak before stop last night, had five shots in the first period, and then nothing the rest of the game. So you just want to see Mantha go 60 minutes, but I think the last few, especially through this winning streak, you've seen more out of them at both ends and more of a compete. And I think even beyond goals, they want to see compete from him night in, night out. Yeah, you mentioned 24. He's almost a veteran, though, on this this uh, Detroit team with all the youngsters uh, make, mixed in here, and two of them are Rasmussen and uh, Chalowski. So uh, maybe talk about those two guys who are playing big roles for Detroit this season, Ken. Yeah, Rasmussen, you know, just played his 10th game last night, and the Red Wings decided to keep him. He can't go to Grand Rapids. He'd have to go back to junior. I would think come December, uh, Michael Rasmussen, who was a terrific goal scorer in the Western Hockey League, uh, may go play in the World Juniors. So might Philip Sedina, who was the Red Wings' sixth pick this past June, who's playing in Grand Rapids. He being a European and on loan, and they could send him to Grand Rapids. They couldn't send Rasmussen. Bottom line for Rasmussen is they weren't worried about burning a year of contract, et cetera. It could come into play a few years from now, who needs to be protected for expansion. But they just felt Rasmussen going back to junior, he was just going to dominate there. He's six foot six. Whether he plays center or the wing, he's been the wing in Detroit. 
he was drafted as a center. They just feel he'll get stronger here, even some games being scratched, he'll learn here. And now he's got power play goals in consecutive games. And the more and more confidence he gets, the better for him. As for Dennis Cholosky, uh he's just fit right in. Uh, defensively, offensively, he moves the puck, he skates great. Uh, he had a, a breakout season in junior last year after being at St. Cloud State, which is sort of a write-off. But since the Red Wings drafted him, he's gained about 20 pounds. And Chalosky was the pick where the Red Wings sent Pavel Datsu's contract to Arizona, and they dropped from 16 to 20. Arizona took Jacob Trickren. Uh, the Red Wings drafted a very small 165, 170-pound Dennis Chalosky at number 20. And Arizona threw in a second-round pick, which turned out to be Philip Hironik who had started the season on defense for Detroit and now in Grand Rapids. They think he's going to be a keeper, too. So overall, I think that deal worked out very well for the Red Wings. Chelowski, I think, is going to be a top, if not one, a top two or three defenseman in this league for a lot of years to come. He's your prototypical, smaller, uh, height-wise defenseman now who can move the puck and can skate. Yeah, he's fun to watch. No doubt about that, Ken. Uh, you hit on uh, Philip Zadina there. Do you have a report on him? He's played eight games uh, in Grand Rapids this season, two goals, four points. But uh, do you have uh, a bit of a scouting report on him so far? All I heard when I asked was those who saw him lately say he's been better lately than he was before. So I just think that's an adjustment for him. And, you know, when you're drafted out of the Quebec League, as you know, it's, it's a high offense league. So to learn the game when you're playing against men now and now in the American Hockey League, it's going to be a transition for him. So I don't think anybody's disappointed. They just think it's going to take some time. He's, he's full of confidence, and uh, in time they think it'll happen, but it was the best move for him to go. And like Rasmussen, um, I would think that come the World Juniors, uh, a month from now when the training starts and, and you go in that tournament, I think uh, Zadina will go. So that'll get him time, and maybe he goes there, and maybe he dominates there and continues on in Grand Rapids. And at some point this year, I would think he'll get a call-up to Detroit. But they just had some injuries. They called up Wade Megan, who didn't look out of place, hadn't played a lot in the NHL, big score in the American Hockey League. But it wasn't like Zadina was, oh, we got to call him up. They're just being patient. Let him do his thing there, and in time, he'll get his chance. Well, we talked a little bit about this uh, youth movement in Detroit, uh, Ken. I want to ask you about what the future holds for Ken Hall, and you're around this team day in and day out. Uh, of course, there's these whispers about, you know, Stevie Iserman leaving Tampa Bay, sort of uh, out of nowhere. So, I don't know. What have you heard in terms of Ken Holland's future, and uh, is there maybe at all, or what would be the, the chances that Iserman maybe joins the, the Red Wings organization at any point? I wouldn't know. I think only Steve Eisman, his wife Lisa, and his daughters know uh, what he wants to do. I think his first order of business is to still run the Tampa Bay Lightning and win a Stanley Cup. I think he'd like to finish that. As for Ken Holland, he's got another year in his contract after this one. I think he's in the midst of the rebuild and would have started it earlier, but wanted to give his guys a chance to win. You're going to a new building. I think there were lots of reasons to why he did what he did. And I personally don't think he deserves the heat that he's taken. Every GM has some bad contracts on the books. He'd be the first to tell you that. But I also think he's made some astute moves and gra- grabbing draft picks, I think, and going forward, another 10 coming up for next June. And he's going to probably move the likes of Nyquist and maybe Howard or and Cronwall in the last year of his deal. And, and who knows who gets moved at the deadline to stockpile more. So I think this, this organization's whether it's Steve Eisenman or Ken Holland running it, I don't know. I think Ken Holland's the general manager and executive VP until they tell him he isn't. And whether it's him working with Steve down the road or Steve or Ken moves, 
I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. All I know is when you say whispers, I think they're more than whispers. I think people are shouting it about Steve Eisenman. But quite honestly, nobody knows but Steve. Uh, you know, when he makes that decision, and, and he's a, a pretty private guy, as most people who know Steve Eisenman know. So I, I don't think anyone knows until this season's over with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I had to ask you. I don't know. I just see all these uh, yeah. headlines on Twitter and this and that. You're seeing reports and whatever. But well, if anyone, if anyone, I'll just tell you this. If anyone says they know, how can they possibly know? Yeah, that's fair. Because Steve Eisenman, I know, doesn't say anything to anybody. And I've spoken to Ken Holland, and he's the general manager until people tell him he isn't. So if anyone says they know, they're guessing. Absolutely. Chatting with Ken Daniels here quickly uh, on Oilers now. Just want to ask you about the game tomorrow, Ken. I mean, I'm sure you're looking forward to watching McDavid. I'm looking forward to seeing McDavid and Larkin as we talked about all that speed on the ice. It should be a, a high-paced, uh, you know, fun hockey game tomorrow. What are you expecting? Well, I would think so. I've Danny DeKaiser comes back in for the Red Wings and Jonathan Erickson's out of the lineup and still no Franz Nielsen and Andreas Athanasiou nor Thomas Vanek. And that was the whole second line just a few games ago for Detroit, and they've been out. But the Red Wings have gone with 11 forwards and seven defensemen of late, dressing Luke Witkowski as an extra guy. Jimmy Howard's been really good. His save percentage of the past five games, and the, you know the wins now coming. Bernier had one, and now Jimmy Howard with two. His save percentage been up around 940, 945. He's been really good. So I, I just think the team's really been energized. They get on that roll right now, and it, it's nice because you're meeting an Edmonton team that's coming in hot. After a slow start, few have been better of late than the Oilers. So I think uh, for young kids, again, like Larkin and Mantha, I think it drives them in Chalosky. I think it's a, a thrill for these guys to, to play against good hockey players. So I, I think it'll be a fun game. I, I just think the Red Wings have to play the game that they do. They have to be hard on the forecheck and, and not try not to get into a, a, a shootout with Edmonton. I think that would be the wrong thing to try to do. Well, Ken, we will leave it at that. Thanks for uh, your scouting report on the Red Wings. We appreciate it, and I will chat again soon. Thanks, Brendan. My pleasure. That's Ken Daniels, the voice of the Detroit Red Wings. And uh, we talked about Jalowski there. I'm really looking forward to seeing him uh, tomorrow, uh, Mr. Escott. I'm in uh, Bob Stoffer's uh, keeper pool, the uh, armchair hockey league. He talks about all the time uh, on this show. And uh, my first transaction of... Uh, the season was to pick up Cholowski. So I'm really, I think that was an astute move because uh, he could be a keeper for me for a while. He looks pretty good. It's certainly looking like it. And, you know, I'm a BC boy, so I've always got that affinity for the guys that come out of the BCHL. Cholowski uh, with the Chilliwack Chiefs a couple of years ago getting drafted out of there. So good to see him succeed. Absolutely. 20 years of age right now and uh, has eight points in 11 games. And you heard uh, Ken Daniels rave about his uh, progress so far and uh, the weight he's put on because he was a skinny guy when he was drafted. It's 121 in Edmonton. Uh, what should we do next there, uh, Mr. Escott? You're in charge of uh, this ship, so tell me what I should do. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's press pause and we'll hear what's going on at the uh, the Mighty Millions, the thing that they've got going on. Sounds too. like a great idea. We'll take a time out and uh, we'll come back and get us some text messages. We'll chat with Brad Lauer uh, at 135. That's all ahead here on the Friday edition of Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad. Holy smokes! That was uh, a loaded stop set there of commercials. You had Jack Michaels in the mix, some other guy voicing something there for direct work. Where that was pretty cool. 
and West Matt, John Kleinstra, shout out to him. There's a lot going on there. At what point are you going to stop <laughs> shouting yourself out on this show? You know what? <laughs> this might be the last uh, opportunity I have to host the show because you're going to be taking over here right away. So I need to, uh, you know, milk it as much as I can. It sounds like it. Why yeah. not? <laughs> Until they tell me, Brendan, you're not allowed to do that or not allowed to host the show anymore, then uh, I'll keep doing it. Why not? <laughs> Uh, what should we get to here? Uh, some text messages. We should also mention that some guests on Oilers now do receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. Should also mention, book right now with the New West Travel. Oilers fans join Oilers now on two great road trips to Nashville and Las Vegas to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the league. The Oilers now package includes airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with Bob Stoffer and special guests and parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Las Vegas. For the Oilers now road trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. 127 right now in Edmonton. I mentioned we'll get to some text messages. We may need to push that to 145. We'll chat with Brad Lauer around the corner. Um, is it still snowing out there, Brennan? Uh, yes, it is. Just uh, upon turning around and looking out the window, yeah, there's some dust falling still. How pumped are you for your Eskimos debut on the sidelines tomorrow? I have already got a nice warm outfit planned, and <laughs> are you going to be down there with me for one? No, I'm not going to be down there You're at all. You're not going to be no, braving the elements, the okay. I'll be in our suite, actually. So. Oh, good for you. So it's, it's me flying solo down there. I'll and, come uh, checking on yeah, you. You'll do right, fine. Right, I have faith right. in you. Thank I mean, you. you've had two games to train. They threw me out there, and I had no training my first game, and I was terrible, but you'll do great. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the plan, but uh, we'll see. It's, it's going to be an interesting game to see how the Eskimos respond to, uh, to there really not being a whole lot to play for for them other than pride and playing the team that bumped them from the playoffs as well. Yeah, well, it is 630 Chet Santa's anonymous uh, toy game as well, so bring a, a toy down to a Commonwealth tomorrow, or you can make a donation. So uh, it'll be a, a great day over at Commonwealth Stadium for some football. It should be a little bit warmer than today as well. I, I st- mm-hmm. think they're still forecasting 7 degrees, uh, so <laughs> that'll save me a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we're going to wear the waterproof coat for sure. Waterproof, wow. Fancy. 128 in Edmonton. We'll take a time out for the 130 News with Eileen Bell. When we come back, we'll chat with Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.